to the Resilient Business Podcast, a resource for collective action in a time of crisis. We've started this pop-up podcast to help entrepreneurs and business owners build resilience. We'll be sharing concrete advice to get through the very real challenges around the coronavirus. And we'll also be facilitating space to come together as a wider community so that we can support and encourage one another. Your hosts today are Toril Wilhelmsen and Sonia Simon. This episode of Resilient Business FM is brought to you by The Slow Business Adventure, and they are a wonderful, wonderful group. They're based in Norway. Toril is actually their founder as our co-host today, and we have been working on pulling together all kinds of resources for more mindful entrepreneurship and we're just going to be sharing those with you pretty freely um, throughout the run of this podcast. So let's talk about it today. Um, as we talked about yesterday with me and Heather Thorkelson, this is a brand new pop-up podcast, and we're talking about how we can be more resilient as business owners, um, both specifically in the face of COVID-19 and the face of coronavirus, um, but also in the longer term, you know, being more resilient as an entrepreneur, as an owner, um, as a person, in addition to your, you know, whatever you're working on today. So in both of those cases, there is a mantra that you should be living by right now. And that's if you have a business, if you have a side hustle, or honestly, even if you're just feeling like you need to start something because you want to be more self-reliant. And that mantra is protect thy cash flow. Now, this is one of those things, it is always true in business. You always need to keep one of your most attentive eyes on your cash flow. Um, and I call things like this business hand washing, right? We were supposed to always be washing our hands, you know, <laughs> kind of like theoretically, we were always doing that. But real talk, now it's 100 times more important. So this is like that. It's 100 times more important now to really be thinking about your cash flow. And cash flow means not just that you're making a profit, because cash flow is important for not-for-profit businesses as well. It means that if you have a $2,000 bill coming in on Tuesday, you can't rely on the $5,000 that was going to come in on Friday after Tuesday. You know, you have to have the cash on hand to pay for all of the um, all of the expenses, all of the outflows, and you have to have a reserve. So if you are like me, you have already started to hyperventilate because this is a really stressful topic. Um, but so today we're going to really try and be like very, very specific, um, help you get some, you know, mitigate those feelings of panic and start to feel more in control. So um, Toril, I'm going to turn it over to you with your, um, one of your favorite tips for helping us keep control of that cash flow. Yeah, I agree. It's really difficult to um, feel any joy when it comes to uh, being protective over your cash flow until you actually discover that uh, it's the lifeblood of your business. So you really want to avoid having a cash flow crisis in the midst of a pandemic. So this is a really important to keep your uh, company afloat. Um, and if you end up in a situation where you don't have enough liquid funds to meet your expenses, then it's actually a huge problem, even if the overall revenue is good. So uh, my tips today is uh, twofold. So you need to keep money coming in, obviously, 
And it's very important that you uh, create a cash flow forecast if you haven't done that already. That way you can anticipate problems before they happen. And you create this by setting up either a calendar or a spreadsheet where you uh, register when you have money coming in and when they're going out. So it's actually that simple. The second tip is that you will send your invoices as soon as you uh, can, not months after the job is done, as I know a lot of small business entrepreneurs have a bad habit uh, doing. So uh, work into your contracts that you will get, for example, 50% of the payment up front and make it clear that the rest is payable, for example, within a set number of days. And also include a positive reinforcement uh, to the person that receives your invoice. That way, it's actually way more likely that they will pay it on time. And then the other thing is that uh, it's important now when we'll see that it's um, for most of us more uh, difficult to sell our services and products, that we work uh, hard to slash our expenses. So try to, for example, cut some of your uh, variable costs. And you can also see if you can make some of your fixed costs variable by um, going through all your software subscriptions and other uh, magazine and newspaper subscriptions and uh, see if you can let some of those go. Um, and always keep on top of payments, uh, big or small, because when you have a payment that's due, it's not going away. But it's perfectly allowed to negotiate the terms uh, if it's on loans or if it's when the payment is due. Uh, the office rent and ask to have a lower one for uh, a certain period of time. And you can sell or rent out assets that you don't use every day. And also in a very uh, serious situation for the business, it's good to consider borrowing options or getting extra credit or even raising capital. So that's my cash flow uh, protection tips today. Cash flow 101. <clears throat> good, good, good. Very good. Um, I have one that um, I have written about a couple of times. I wrote about it for the Slow Business Adventure magazine, which we will give you a link to in the show notes. And it's very important right now. So I want you to <laughs> sit up and really listen because we are all vulnerable to this when, you know, the whole world is a little bit in panic mode and things are looking, um, you know, very worrisome uh, and very hard to predict, it is so easy to fall for somebody who has like a, a guru system for your business, you know, a, a, a $2,000, $5,000, $10,000 ten or 10,000 euro program or 10,000 pound program that, um, you know, makes all kinds of promises about all you have to do is follow my system and everything's going to be fine. Um, please do not make any investment of this kind right now. Now I say this wincing because um, I am not telling you that all business advice right now is a bad idea or all coaching is a bad idea. If you have some discretionary income and you know, like, you know, I know that I could use some help with my um, messaging or whatever it is. And it's, you know, it, it, it makes sense. It's rational in your budget. It's fine to move forward with that. 
What I'm talking about are the, the sky high promises where it feels like they're your savior. You know, this guru is going to save you from certain, you know, disaster. That's when your alarm bells should be ringing and keep your wallet in your pocket. Um, and for sure, I am already seeing a certain amount of how to make money off of coronavirus. Um, these are, I would say, scams. I mean, I, I was going to say they're almost all scams. I'm just going to say they're scams, okay? Yeah. If somebody is telling you that you can make money, that this is the best time to launch a business, this person is is either delusional or lying to you, possibly both. So please stay away from that. Please stay away from this kind of um, savior mentality where there's some kind of flashy guru who's going to save your business with a huge ticket investment. Um, it doesn't mean don't invest. It doesn't mean don't invest when it's like a, you know, your last $10,000, you're going to throw it on this Hail Mary. Um, there are tons of free things, tons of free things. Uh, my, um, my company, Copy Blogger and Copy Hackers is another one I really like um, for marketing. They have tons of free advice and very modest cost advice for improving your marketing, getting the word out. Um, there's lots of good free resources out there. Go to those first and max them out before you spend any money. And I love the old slogan from World War II. I was looking it up, researching this podcast. Um, from World War II Britain, make do and mend. Um, and that was a campaign to get people to like, instead of throwing their clothes away, learn how to mend them, you know, and get more use out of them. Think about that in your business. Think about okay, what could I make work better? What could, how could I be a little more creative with something that I already have already paid for? Um, do you have perhaps hundreds of hours on your desktop uh, in files of, you know, workshops and things that you paid for? Maybe you didn't finish them. Maybe you didn't start them. Give them a try. Fire those up this week. There's good information in there. Try and make do with what you've got and don't, um, don't succumb to you know, predators who are preying on your, your, your understandable feelings of nervousness. Yeah, that's very good advice. And you also have that saying, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So <laughs> if you come across some gurus and you wonder, this sounds a bit too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> yeah. So Toril, um, we're coming to the end. You know, we talked about when we were organizing this, um, just keeping them very digestible because, you know, we all have... Um, a certain level of anxiety. So we're trying to keep everything kind of user-friendly and manageable. Um, any kind of final recommendation um, for something people can do uh, today that's, you know, manageable? So our final tip today will be to go through all of your subscriptions. A good way to do this is actually to look into your uh, credit card and see what you have paid for the last year. And you'll probably find a lot of costs that you can easily do without and uh, save yourself some money going forward. Yes, and that is on my to-do list because I know that I have some services that I pay for that, um, you know, they're, they're not useful to my business at this point. So finally wrapping up with an encouraging word, which is what we're going to always try and do. Um, I want to encourage you guys to decide right now, right this minute, to forgive yourself if you have not been perfect around this financial issue of cash flow. 
Um, and I will tell you that the next time we can all go to cafes and bars together, I will be happy to share with you many stories of imperfection <laughs> from my business life. I've got lots of them. Uh, you know, I've done plenty. Of, if you if you can think of a dumb thing, I've probably done it. Um, you've probably made a bad decision or two around your finances, personally, in your business, or both. You might have made a terrible decision. It could have happened. And it's done, okay? There's a saying, and I'm going to give you the cleaned up version. You can't put the manure back in the bowl, okay? It's done. You did it. It happened. What I can tell you is that punching yourself in the face will not motivate you to do better. And I think we, we beat ourselves up thinking, I never want to do this again. I'm going to just, you know, thrash myself. It doesn't help. Self-forgiveness is a process. So you decide now, I made a bad decision. I really wish I hadn't, but I did. And I am going to forgive myself. Even if everybody else hates me, I'm going to forgive myself. And then you have to keep committing to that attitude of self-forgiveness because that self-compassion is what's going to help clear your head, you know, dampen the panic a little bit so that you can actually move forward with clarity. You can't improve your problems when you're still running around in this, you know, punching yourself in the face mode. You are not trash because you made a bad call about money. You are not trash because your financial habits were not on point. And the truth is, most people's financial habits are not on point. That's just how it is. All right, so tomorrow we are going to be back. We're going to try and um, keep some momentum on these, keep them frequent and short. Our next episode is going to be about mindful speed, and that's finding that balance between running around in panic mode and then just, you know, freezing like a deer in the headlights and not doing anything. We're going to find that middle ground so that we can move forward mindfully, but um you know, with a little sense of urgency as well. We would love it if you would um, help us get the word out about this podcast. Share it with your friends on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever you like to hang out. Um, you can also find additional show notes at resilientbusiness.fm. And we'll just be plunking resources in there that we think are helpful. Strong focus on free resources and a, a few low-cost resources. Uh, and of course, you know, like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And um, Toril, thank you for um, your wisdom and your words of advice. And until we see you guys again, stay safe and do great things.